Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Bird Brains. I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia Stars tight end Ken Dunnick. With me is my podcast partner, longtime Eagles beat writer for the Trenton Times and NJ.com, Mark Eckel. And we're going to be joined by the preeminent Eagles analyst, Ray Dinger of Comcast. And uh, Ray, I believe you're on the line now, right? I am indeed. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Very good, very good. Hey, before we get started, I just want to wish everyone that uh, safety and security as we battle through this pandemic crisis. It's certainly uh, the strangest situation I've ever encountered in my life, and we hope everybody is happy and safe. So I'm going to kick this off. We're going to talk about rounds one and two in this first 15-minute segment. And we talked a little bit about Christmas last time, how it was like a, a Christmas morning for, for grown-ups. And, and here's my uh, analogy of Christmas. You know, I went to bed wanting a bicycle, and I woke up and I got a skateboard. And then my second favorite gift, I wanted a drone, and I woke up and I got a kite. And my initial reaction was I was a little disappointed. You know, I was a little uh, – I wasn't that crazy about it. But the more I thought about the gifts, the more I wanted – warmed up to the idea that it wasn't that bad and i wanted to get your take on it. i know you guys have diverging opinions on this draft so i'm interested to hear your take mark why don't you start it out and tell me what you thought about number one the first pick in the, uh, for the eagles in the draft and that's jalen rager well that was the guy that i had them taken so i, I have to yeah, I that's amazing i can't you're the only guy are you the only guy i heard about this this said i i had the top four. 21 uh, i like rager a lot um Again, I don't. When I say what I like, it's not. I watched TCU a couple times. I I did like him, to be honest. But I talked to a couple of scouts. I used to talk to a lot more when I when I really really cared about it. But uh, even now, because I do a little bit of work, so I I talked to a couple of scouts, and the, the guys I trust the most, who I talked to, really liked them a lot. So they got me onto them. Um, I mean, I thought at twenty. I mean, everyone loved Jefferson. I like Rieger, but I think for the Eagles. Rieger was a better pick than uh, Jefferson. I think he's, you know, Jefferson's a slot guy. Rieger can do both. Rieger has speed. I mean, it's, obviously, this, this Eagle draft was all about speed. Every guy they took has speed. I mean, that, someone, Howie or whoever was, you know, they had, there was a concerted effort to, to make this team faster, and they did that for without a doubt. But I like Rieger. I like him a lot. Okay. Ray, your thoughts on Rieger? Uh, I would have taken Jefferson. Uh, well, actually, what I would have tried to do is I would have tried, I would have really tried to take one and two and, and make the trade up and get C.D. Lamb. Is that would have been if if that was really on the table at Atlanta's spot? Uh, but it was. Look, I think it, it was or is not. Atlanta said it was. It was. Atlanta said that that wasn't that. I don't know. From, from what I read, Atlanta said that was never a possibility. Oh, okay. That, you know, that was kind of okay. Because I, I think I think Atlanta screwed. I think Atlanta screwed up too. I mean, they, they took a guy at sixteen that they could have gotten at forty. You know, so I mean, they're not exactly shooting rockets to Mars either. Uh, but um, I, I just thought that uh, I I really have I really have some issues with Rager. I mean, I, I know he can run. Uh, I know he's a good kick returner. Uh, and there are some individual plays that he makes, but he's just, to me, he's very unrefined as a route runner. Uh, and uh, and I, I have problems with his hands. I mean, I, he just he just drops too many passes yeah. for me. Uh, and and I worry. Uh, he did have eight drops last year. That is a concern. Yeah, I mean, in the NFL today, drops are 
that's our drive killers, man. I mean, you can't, that's just not just a lost play. That's maybe the lost next three plays that you don't get to run. I, uh, and I worry, you know, I know while Mark is absolutely a hundred percent right that Howie went into this draft with, uh, with the mission of, of just speed, 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 which is fine. I mean, you looked at them last year, they really were a plotting offensive team. They needed to get faster. I just think they drafted an awful lot of guys. I think they overdrafted uh, a lot of guys here just on the basis of speed. You know, and, and speed only helps you if it's on the field. And I, and I just don't know if these guys are going to be ready to play, especially, especially in a year like this where you're not going to have any spring camps, you're not going to have OTAs, you may not have much of a training camp. I just don't know with as many project kinds of players as I think they got here just based on the stopwatch that, that they're going to be able to have any of these guys ready to play. You'll have a lot of fast guys, but they'll all be on the sidelines. But see, I think that plays into it, right? I think – I don't think anybody's – I mean, who knows what's going to happen, when the season's even going to start, if it's going to start. I don't think even the most polished guys this year aren't going to – I mean, I love Judy, all right? I love Jerry Judy, but I don't he know – He's my favorite. If he's going to – I don't even know if he's going to be able if, – if, without a mini camp, without an OTA, without much of a camp, I'm not sure he's going to really come in and help Denver much. I think – I think the only guys that'll be able to play are maybe defensive guys because you know you can just say go go you know go get Chase Young can can come in and play because he, you know go get the quarterback you know he, he don't have to learn a lot but well I mean, the challenge the challenge for receivers guys coming into the league is not it's not talent I mean anybody can run a route and if you're fast enough you're fast enough the challenge is learning the offense and right. that's where these young receivers are, are going to be behind the eight ball. Now, as far as rigor is concerned, uh, I'm going to give them a pass on last year because they had, they played a freshman quarterback who was very inconsistent, rarely put the ball on the numbers. And there, a lot of times that can rattle you as a receiver. If you think you have to reach or go for every ball. And sometimes I played with a guy in college, Ernest gray, who played for years for the giants. And, uh, he, he would drop the easiest ball there is, but he'd always come out of the crowd with the football. It was an amazing to watch. And he wound up being a second-round choice and had a great career with the New York Giants. So I do, I do think there's a base of talent there that justifies the pick for Rager. And, and listen, we're all, we're all Eagles fans. Now we've got to root for him, right? He's our guy. Yeah, oh, I think that, um, you know, it's, I think this year is going to be, and, and you, you kind of said it there, but I think it applies across the board, but especially with the Eagles. Um, this year is going to tell you a lot about your coaching staff is, is how, you know, with the time that you're going to have available to you, uh, how good are you going to be able to, and not just the coordinators or the head coach, but the position coaches in terms of getting these guys ready to play. Uh, because the Eagles are in a situation here where they're going to have to get some of these guys on the field without much time to do it. And, you know, I know that the head coach is the same, but there's been a lot of changes underneath him. There's been a lot of changes at the positions, and Lord knows they, you know, for the, what, the sixth straight year they're changed wide receivers coaches. We're yeah. going to find out how good Aaron Moorhead is because, I mean, if he's, if he's a really good coach and he can help these guys because they've got some, they've got some guys here with some raw talent, but, they, boy, they really need coaching. And, you know, Rager, too. I mean, I, I agree. And, you know, Ken, what you said about the quarterback play, it was awful at TCU. There's no question. It was awful. And, you know, Jefferson had the advantage of playing with a guy that put it on the numbers every time, you know, and Rager did not. But, um, I mean, he's just – I definitely think the Eagles wanted a guy with a lot of versatility, a guy that they could use on special teams, a guy that they could move around the formation, run a lot of jet sweeps. I think there's, there, there's more versatility, perhaps, to Rager's game. But just as a pure receiver right now, I think Jefferson's, Jefferson's uh, is, is the better receiver right at this moment. 
and and I agree with all that, and, and we'll transition now to the number two pick for the Eagles. And I thought in this draft there were two major surprises in the entire draft. The one was Green Bay drafting the quarterback Jordan Love in the first round, and the Eagles drafting Jalen Hurts. Now, here's my take on Hurts. The Eagles probably needed a backup quarterback. They have Lyle Oletta. They have Nate Sudfeld, who I guess is going to be a perennial number three somewhere. Their, their choices are, if they don't want to go into the season with those two guys, do you sign a Joe Flacco? Do you sign an Andy Dalton? Do you chew up some cap space? In my opinion, Jalen Hurts brings a Taysom Hill kind of a, a characteristic to this offense, which could be good. It makes it difficult for defensive coordinators to, to plan a game plan to stop these kind of guys. He, he's a character guy with talent. He's the kind of guy that I want on my team. Now, having said that, would I have done it? Probably not. I probably would have gone with uh, a guy like uh, Espenza from Iowa, the linebacker Willie Gay, the Kansas City guy, maybe Jeremy Chin of, of Southern Illinois to fill some defensive holes. But having said that, I don't think it's that bad of a thing having Jalen Hurts as your backup quarterback. Who's going first here? Jump, jump, Mark, you go jump first. In. I know you, got, you both have a lot to say. I like Jalen Hurts a lot as a I I I like I liked him at Alabama. I liked him at Oklahoma. Um, so I like I, I. It's hard for again. It's hard for me to criticize a guy that I really like. I was. Ken, you texted me. I didn't even. I'm watching the draft, and you yeah. you texted me and said, "Are they taking Rieger?" And I went, "Yeah, I don't think so." <laughs> and you're like, "Yeah, I think they are." I'm like, "Wow." Well, I mean, I was. I was very very surprised by that pick. Um, but then when you think about it, I mean, to me, it's obvious. That they and they, and they can't come out and say this. They they said all the right things, but it, it's obvious that they don't. I mean, and they have facts to back them up. Carson Wentz can't finish the season. Mm-hmm. He can't. He hasn't finished the season since his rookie year. I mean, you know, he doesn't play the way he doesn't play now. He gets hurt. Eventually, he's going to get hurt, and they know he's. He, I, as, as I told you, the Eagles quarterbacks now are hurts and always hurt. <laughs> that was a, that was a headline in the trending Times. It's a shame you're not to go. Right. It would have been. <laughs> Ray, what are your thoughts on Hurts? Uh, it it uh, just uh, – I've never – in all the years of following the Eagles, uh, which is now 50, uh, they've never made a pick that shocked me the way this one did. Uh, I mean, I, I just I, I just about fell off my chair when they picked it. Um, but, the, but the thing is, I, I thought that – that's right around when I thought Hurts was going to go, to Mark's point. You know, I think that's right about where I would have projected Hurts to go. It was kind of middle of the second round, because I do think he's a pretty good player. Um, but I, I certainly didn't see him coming here. I mean, I, I just didn't. And um, and I know this whole idea that, that that they drafted him to be Taysom Hill. That's I mean, that's that's ridiculous. I mean, if that's what they were thinking, then that's the dumbest thinking ever. I mean, you don't you don't pay a guy hundred you don't pay your number one quarterback one hundred twenty eight million dollars uh, and 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 bring in another guy who's going to who's going to come in and, and run the red zone for you. You know that's just you know that's the, you know that's that's just nonsensical. So I think the only way you can interpret it uh, is is exactly the way Mark said, which is that they have serious doubts about Wentz's ability to make it through a season and some serious doubts about how long he's going to play. You know, I, I think you well, dra- I, think, I think they drafted. I think, I think that point. I think your latter point makes more sense. I mean, you know, Carson Wentz is is what he is, but uh, and they give they, he has a hundred million reasons of why you know he he should be the quarterback. I I read somewhere yesterday we were worried about Carson Wentz's psyche. I said, Are you kidding me? 
with these guys. He's got $100 million in the bank. He's the starting quarterback. We're going to worry about his feelings now? Come on. I understand it's a new day and age, but, but let's get real with this thing. I did like the way Hurts handled the demotion at Alabama. I thought he did it with class. The surprising thing for me is if you think Wentz is not going to finish the season, you want to put all your eggs in the basket of a rookie quarterback. That, to me, is the most surprising part of it. Well, I mean, you say Flacco, but I don't think he – and I like Joe a lot. I like him. I liked him when he – in his prime, I thought I, I was always – Defending him and people say he wasn't that, and, and I and I met him a few times, so I like him personally. He's a you know, great kid, great guy. You know, he's not a kid anymore, but um, I don't. I think he's done. I hate to say it, but I don't. I do I don't too. Think he's physically able to play the game anymore. He showed nothing so, at Denver last year. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. So I mean, you don't want to go with a rookie, but I mean, let let me ask you this: If Wentz were to get hurt. It's it's week twelve and he something happens and he's out and the Eagles are tied for first with Dallas and they need to win a game. You like Jalen Hurts or Nate Sudfeld? Mm. Right. Uh, uh, I, I, you know I don't see. I, the thing is I I think Hurts is to me Hurts is still a project. You know I, I you know I I think you know, I know I know he's. I know he's. A, I know he can run, and I know there's. He can create plays, um, but I mean, I, I to me, he's not a very accurate thrower. And if you know, I mean, he's got he's got a long way to come in terms of just his accuracy, at playing the quarterback position to make the transition to be up here to be ready to play. Now, I, I I think he's improved. I think he's shown a lot of improvement as a passer from his beginning at Alabama to last year. Last year he was much better, and it's clear he's making progress. But uh, I mean, I, I think as a, as just a quarterback to play the quarterback position, I, I still see him as a guy who's developing, as opposed to a guy who's your number two and one snap away from having to take over. I don't know that he's there yet. But where do you see Nate Sudfeld? That's your that's my question. I I, I think they got a better chance to win. No, I think I would have I would have I would have tried to find another option somewhere. I mean, I, I, I you know I think I think I think Hertz could be ready to play, but I don't see him being ready to play this year. Well, he might. I mean, he chances are he may have to. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's very. I think it's very likely he will. Yeah. Well, that, that's been great, and this time has flown by. This is segment one of our two-part segment today on the Eagles draft. In the next segment, we're going to talk about rounds three through seven, where I thought the Eagles really got some value. It may be undersized value, but it's certainly fast value. So on behalf of uh, my partner, Mark Eckel, and Eagles analyst, Ray Didner, we appreciate you staying with us, and uh, hold on tight. We'll be back in a few minutes with part two of our draft review. Take care. <laughs> 